0: Today is Tuesday, October the 13th, and this is episode number 16 of the Khan Wealth Advisory podcast series. I'm Asif Khan, Wealth Advisor with Vimo Private Wealth. It seems each week gets fresh new once-in-a-lifetime headlines. That presidential debate about two weeks ago was just crazy. Hard to believe that the world's most powerful country and economy would put on such a display. And then the president gets COVID and then recovers. If I were a conspiracy junkie, I might guess that this was planned, especially on the heels of Trump declaring a vaccine being available and to be administered by the army, all before the election. However, I digress. So for today's podcast, I thought I would just ask if the current markets are risky, volatile, safe, or in a bubble. With the current hysteria around the US elections, and in my opinion, if anyone's asking, looks like Biden walks away with this anyways... I'm sure the media will sensationalize it all the way till November 3rd. But as they say, anything can happen between now and then. So with the backdrop of the election issue and rising COVID cases, and does the vaccine actually come? And how do we inject everyone quickly and produce, store and distribute it? And stall talks in the US about additional stimulus. How do you define risk? Most people that I ask to define risk will say something along the lines of, I fear I will lose my money. So risk can be defined as a permanent loss of capital or your money just goes to zero. So think of all the market's fear moments in recent history. We'll do it in reverse order. Obviously, the current uh, year's COVID pandemic, the Great Recession of 2008, 2009, the tech correction of the early 2000s, the market crash of 1987, and so on and so on. Did a diversified basket of quality companies go to zero? No, it did not. And not only did it not go to zero, but it kept its trend of perpetual growth. That is, a basket of some of the world's most amazing companies found ways to grow their goods and services and their revenues and their profits for people like us to benefit from. So then the next question becomes, are the markets volatile? Well, how do you define volatility? I'll give you a second to think about that. I bet most of you will have defined it with a negative bent. That is, you equate volatility with the markets and the economy going down. And again, losing money. However, what if the markets go up a lot? Is that also not considered volatile? Volatility simply means the movement below or above a certain average. Some years the market does better than the average, and in some years it does worse than the average. And yes, that can mean it can be negative in a given year or period. But ask yourself... In the last, say, 50 or 75 years, how many times has the market been up and how many times has it been down? Look it up. You'll be surprised. It goes up more than it goes down, and the volatility of both swings is what creates the superior long-term average of the collective ownership of great companies. Okay, spoiler alert. It goes up on average approximately two-thirds of the time. I'll take those odds all the time. Just as a sample, in the last 20 years of the TSX, the markets were down in six of those years and up in 14. So then the next question becomes, is the market in a bubble? First, we have to define what is a bubble. By my definition, not a scientific one, it has to be about mass hysteria to want to buy because everyone thinks it's going to go higher. Can that even be applicable right now? Is everyone screaming to buy? And do all the financial journalists keep saying that it is going higher? Perhaps some certain tech or innovative companies could be considered to be too high. But a bubble is when everyone has to own something. Think back to the housing bubble in the mid-2000s or the internet bubble in the late 90s. Those were bubbles and very specific to certain things. Also, a market cannot be in a bubble when more people are pessimistic than optimistic about the markets. Again, just watch the financial news. Pessimism is everywhere. All the media is reporting on is stuff to get us really worried. They are reporting on the possible negative outcomes of the US elections, that the vaccine is still a hope, that the US monetary stimulus is not coming and that the virus numbers are getting worse and on some sort of a unruly trajectory. I'm sure that you have met someone who has cited some or all of the above and said that they are fearful and might be selling all their investments. Then ask yourself, how many are beating the drum of potential positive catalysts? Almost no one. My guess is that with possibly the best quarterly earnings we have ever seen about to be reported, a sleeper of a U.S. election, yes, again, I'm calling for an easy Biden win, a vaccine, actually, no, make that many vaccines coming to the market over the coming months, possible additional monetary and fiscal U.S. stimulus, and a hopeful slowdown of the second or third wave of COVID, maybe with all of this, the markets get excited. And what happens when most of the public eventually gets the vaccine? Will most of us not want to get back to our old normal, book our next vacation and get on a plane that goes anywhere, go to the busiest restaurant we can find? have two dozen family members over to your house for dinner and give out high fives to everyone you see. And we have forgotten that consumers on average have more savings now than they did pre-COVID and are paying less for their borrowings. This adds up to more firepower for the economy. And then there's all that cash on the sidelines in the market, which is now a record near or greater than five US trillion dollars, which is probably going to want to benefit from some of those wonderful companies that I talked about and their dividends versus buying GICs at 1% or less. Maybe, just maybe, then we get some crazy volatility, which is, of course, the positive kind. Having said all of that, I probably have to end or provide a disclaimer. Make sure you speak to your financial professional before making any investment and retirement planning decisions. And in case you don't have a wonderful financial planner, you can give us a shout. As you've come to know, we are long-term investors, wealth advisors, and we are long-term optimistic. Whatever happens for November 3rd and when and how quickly we get a vaccine and rising or falling COVID numbers, all of these will be issues that eventually will be in a distant memory. Please remember that. In closing, I'd like to share a quote from Warren Buffett. He says, risk comes from not knowing what you are doing. And as a bonus, here's a second Buffett quote. Someone is sitting in the shade today because someone planted a tree a long time ago. Here's our corny joke of the week. Why did the student eat his homework? Because the teacher told him it was a piece of cake. Thanks for listening today. Call us anytime with your questions or comments or general counsel. My number is 416-725-9133 and Austin's number is 416 Seven zero nine seven eight seven nine. This is Asif Khan signing off. Be well and have a great week. Hello are you still listening well hello again looks like the summer is over and the fall chill is upon us let's hope that we get some warm spells between now and december would be nice to get out in the backyard and just enjoy some warm weather so the last few weeks in my house have been rather eventful two of my daughters were sent home from school for two weeks someone in their cohort had covid and so the entire class cohort was sent home for two weeks we had to quarantine them in the basement We called and booked COVID tests, which we got. They both came back negative, and both are now back in school. They did have to stay in the basement for two weeks, but I was tempted to keep them there. Actually, for the whole two weeks, but they had to come out before. But thank God, they are okay, and that it appears that their entire classmates are okay too. I also may not have had the chance to tell all of you because of the lockdowns, but I did have a fourth daughter. She's 10 months old now. All she wants to do is stand and try to walk. She wants no part of crawling. Be well, everyone, and talk again in a week or two.